Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation with the beautiful and wonderful Deanna Deacon. Welcome to the show, Deanna. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Mm, Such a big, beautiful question. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. And thank you, Cindy, for this opportunity to connect with you and to share with your beautiful audience. I am an author of the mm-hmm. book Feminine Warrior. It's mm-hmm. coming out very shortly. I am an energy healer. I'm a speaker. I'm an intuitive life coach. And I'm on, a woman on a mission to awaken and rise all energy that has to do with divine feminine. I am so dedicated to women finding their own inner empowerment. I even wear shirts that say empowered (laughs) because it's very important to me that women step into the truth of who they are. So that's, that's who I am. That's what I'm up to. Deanna in a nutshell, it's not big at all. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So tell us a little bit more about Feminine Warrior. Tell us about your book. Tell us what's happening. Mm, I would love to. So this is my first book. I've always seen myself as an author, but as I'm sure many of you can relate to or have related to at some point in life, I had to get over myself before I was able to actually write the book. I had to get over the ego, get over the fear, get over the parts of myself that thought, who am I to write a book? Mm. And when I did that, Oh my goodness. The book, Cindy, I've told you this before, but this book was just channeled through me. It's this beautiful combination of channeled messages about divine feminine, about stepping into our own inner empowerment and personal stories of experiences that I've gone through really highlighting the ways that our society and culture have tried to hold us back and push us down and how Mm. we can break free of those to be true to who we are, each as a unique individual learning to fit out instead of trying to fit in with society. Oh, yeah, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to get my copy because I've already bought one. (laughs) So at the time of this recording, there's a book launch on its way, but we want to share with our listeners about the book launch and where they can get the copy of the book. Absolutely. This is is Stuart Cat. So the book, for the book launch, if you are watching this and it's before November 6th, 2020, come join. It's called the Feminine Warrior Book Launch Festival. And it's happening all day long on Friday, November 6th in my Facebook group, Empowered Woman Collective. We have numerology reading. We have a yoga nidra meditation. I'm teaching a belly fit class. We've got live woman empowerment experts. There's going to be giveaways, all sorts of fun happening. And then that evening is the grand finale. I have three sacred guests coming to join. We have two hours on Zoom in a really intimate experience of witnessing and fully like viscerally feeling women in their strength and power. It's going to be drumming, prayer, singing, live readings, connection, sharing, being true to who each of us are in that moment. And that's all happening on Friday, November 6th. So exciting. And for those of the, our listeners who are catching this after November 6th, where can they get your book? 
Absolutely. If you head to deannadeacon.com slash feminine warrior, you can purchase a copy there. I'll get it in the mail to you right away. And you get two additional bonuses when you purchase your book that way as well. So deannadeacon.com slash feminine warrior. Awesome. I'll make sure that's in the show notes so that nobody can miss out on your book because I'm so excited to get this book. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. Actually, I am, um, to be honest, I've read the book like 10 times going through the editing phase and I am just waiting to get it in my hands in book form and I'm going to read it again because like I said, it's channeled messages. That's not, it's not my book. It is our book. It is it is our book for all women, for all human beings to bring harmony and balance to this planet within our energetic frequencies. And I'm so excited to dive back into it and see what new level I can experience within myself mm. through these messages. I love that. I'm just covered in goosebumps right now. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. So let's dive into the juicy part of Rebel Radio Conversation. Who are you most made motivated to serve? Obviously women. <laughs> Is that obvious? <laughs> Good. Do you do you help men too? I do actually. I just uh, just brought in a wonderful man in a one-on-one six-month coaching program. I absolutely support men as well. Uh, I just find that women hold a really powerful ability to hold sacred space for each other. And so when it comes to hosting uh, retreats and events and community experiences, I really love to focus that on working with women specifically. When it comes to one-on-one -on -one coaching, I work with soul. I work mm. with whoever that soul is. So gender doesn't matter. Um, who am I here to serve? I am here to serve all, to serve all of humanity, to serve all soul essence, to serve all energy, to, to create and cultivate and build that harmony and balance within the energetics of this earth that have been missing for decades. And to me, my role is building the divine feminine and allowing divine feminine energy to rise in men and women, in all beings, and allowing them to, each individual to know their potential to know that what is possible for them, to know that they're allowed to feel happy and blissful and joyful and that they're allowed to move through their societal conditioning and instead choose love. Yes. Mic drop right there. I love my <laughs> mic drop moment. <laughs> so I know that you have a little bit of information about numerology, that there's been some people that have shared numerology with you. What has been some of your biggest takeaways from getting that information? Mm, yeah, that's a really great question. So I am still fairly new to numerology. There's a mm -hmm. lot more for me to learn. But one of the things that I found I love the most when I started diving into it was I'm a very feminine energy being. I'm very fluid. I go with the flow. I have been very resistant to structure in the past. <laughs> and what I found was when I started understanding my own numbers and seeing this blueprint of who I am, it all made perfect sense. And it was like the sacred blueprint, the sacred structure that outlined who I am. And yeah. it was just, I'm such a, a mystic where I'll, I, if I feel it, I believe it. That's it. I don't need to do the research, but seeing that structure felt like, oh, this is the other half of that cookie. This is, this is the mm. other part of it to prove that this is truth. Oh yeah. I love that. I've always found my experience with numerology and this is why I'm so passionate about it is because it feels like the purest personality assessment you could ever take. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that it also, it like it highlights your, your strengths as well as the shadow areas from mm -hmm. a perspective of this is your journey. Yeah. Because I find that there's so much, um, you know, in this 
self-help, spirituality, exploration, consciousness type conversation, there's also a lot of fluff. And mm -hmm. a lot of the fluff is let's just be happy. <laughs> and I heard me say a few minutes ago, I want people to experience their joy, their bliss, their freedom, their potential by going through the shadow work, by being yeah, able to see that part. Yeah, I think you need to in order to get to that true, absolute joy. Otherwise, it's just this surface level, like, yeah, I'm happy, no, yeah, sort of. Great, until something happens, and then I crash and burn. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Which leads me into my next question. What is self-mastery to you? <sighs> I feel like this is like this very, it's this word that nobody really knows the true definition to, because I don't, I think it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know what you think it is. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I actually, I, I teach my own structure. Funny. I said that I'm resistant to it, but I teach my <laughs> own structure around self-mastery and it's really about an individual stepping into their own empowerment. And so the way that I see it is harmony and balance within four main areas of self, which are physical well-being, emotional resiliency, mental clarity, and spiritual awakenings. Mm. And as an individual dives into each one of those categories, we see it from that holistic view of, of course, if you're feeling out of balance in one area, you're going to notice it in the other areas as well. And I see that mastery is an ongoing, continuous experience. It is dynamic. It is ever-changing. To me, it is not stagnant. It is not still. It is a constant growth experience. Yeah. And I... I I really relate a lot to the earth as well. And the earth is, is not stagnant, even in winter, even when we, it is dormant or it looks like nothing, nothing is happening. Everything underneath the earth is building and creating for the mm -hmm. spring to come again. And that's how I see self mastery is full connection to who you are and not just your personality, you know, going into the soul, who you are, what is your Shoshuna? What is your purpose? What is your presence? And allowing yourself to act from that place and find harmony and balance in those four areas of your life so that all aspects of being can feel aligned. Well, there's another mic drop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't been able to be on a stage for a while, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do She it. is pumped up. I'm loving this. Your energy is just on fire. You weren't kidding this morning. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So how has self-mastery supported you as an entrepreneur? Hmm. I, I, it's, it's the only way. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, being a heart-centered, soul-focused entrepreneur. I have a marketing background. I thought I'd be working for a big organization like Coca-Cola or Telus or something mm -hmm. larger like that. I assumed that was my career path. And as I started to get a bit older and get deeper and deeper into marketing and business, I realized, no, that's not where I want to be. I want, I started working more in nonprofit. I started working more with smaller organizations because I wanted that connection. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to starting your own business, being an entrepreneur in a heart centered space, you are your business. Yeah. And so it's it's the most incredible. I said this one time, someone quoted me for it. Let's see if I can even remember my own quote. It was, um, I, am, I am a soul having an entrepreneurial experience. Mm. As opposed to a soul having a human experience, it is the entrepreneurial aspect of life that cultivates the most amount of self-mastery yeah. and self-healing and self-discovery and, and breakdown and fear and doubt and worry and insecurity and all the things. 
Yeah, absolutely. I can relate to that. Yeah. And <laughs> I think all of our listeners can too. Yeah. And I think that's what's like, to me, that's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful that when we embark on a journey of, of fulfilling our own soul's purpose and impacting others in a positive way and earning incredible abundance for ourselves and having influence that it brings about our own journey of self-mastery. Like, to me, that's just mm-hmm. so like universe. You're so good. Right. <laughs> it, just goes, it just goes hand in hand. It's so perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. So another thing that we're really passionate about at Rebel Radio is mm-hmm. activation of wealth. Mm-hmm. And wealth is another word that seems to be very vague that there's not much definition to. So I want to know what wealth means to you. Mm-hmm. I love that question. And I agree. I have been dedicating months and months and months of meditation and prayer and journaling and exploration and studying to not just my own activation of wealth, but how can we activate wealth with all? How can we bring harmony of abundance and wealth and money and, and access to resources that we need to all beings instead of having it so segregated and separate? Mm -hmm. Activation and redistribution of wealth. That's my mission. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I wholeheartedly stand with you on that. That is essential. And, And for the rise of the divine feminine, it is essential for so many women feel terrified to leave a partner because they don't trust that they know how to bring in enough wealth and abundance and money to support them and their family. So they stay in a relationship that doesn't serve them for that purpose. And to me, that's like, it makes me just want to punch something. That's not okay. That's not 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 what we're meant for. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even remember your question, but (laughs) what does wealth mean to you? (laughs) Wealth is connection, freedom, and love. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, me too. I haven't actually answered that question before. And that's, that's what comes through in this moment is connection, freedom, and love. That's amazing. So good. You didn't even say money. I didn't say money. It is money. Money. But- money it is. Money is the physical manifestation of wealth. Yes. yes. But it comes from that emotional state. Yes. Yeah. And when I, I have actually this beautiful little um, ceremonial plate beside me, you can't see it, but it's full of money. And when I spend time with that money, when I spend time with the energy of, of paper bills and money, I connect into the essence of love. And to me, I see my role in this, in this human form in this lifetime is to transmute all energy into love mm. and with ease and grace <laughs> so mm-hmm. that I don't have to feel it in my body. I'm allowed to just allow that energy to flow and transmute it into love. So when I work with money, when I play with money, I just experience love. It just is the most beautiful form of, look at all this love that's present. Look at all this love that is around me. Look at all this love I get to share with others. It's it's fun. Right? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love playing with money. Yeah. (laughs) So what is one truth, and only one, that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Only one. (laughs) I get that every time I ask that. (laughs) Um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to find the right words for this. Mm -hmm. That you are worthy regardless of your business. Mm. 
that that no matter what happens in this business or a future business or no business or no matter what is occurring, your your business is a tool that you yeah. use for your self-mastery, for your exploration, and your worth has absolutely nothing to do with your career, with your business, with your money, with your impact on others at all. Your worth is is inherent in you already. So your worth is not connected to your role as an entrepreneur. Mm. Oh, I love that so much because I see that with entrepreneurs. It's always the comparison and like, oh, that person's doing so well and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. What if what you were doing right now was enough? Yeah. And we actually believed it because it is. But what, but like, what's this? Is what I ask myself all the time is it doesn't matter what's happening in my life. If I don't feel the embodiment of it or the energy of it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, what would it feel like to just trust? Is is fine. We're fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's great. Everything's working out exactly as it's meant to, and it yeah. always does. Like, it always I, is. I know you. <laughs> I've had so much fun getting to know you for the last couple months or so, and your take on how life always just works out in divine timing. The the truth in which you feel that is really uh, apparent to me, and I love witnessing that within you and receiving it from you too. Aww. <laughs> I didn't always think that way. Yes. I used to think that I had to work harder mm -hmm. in order to make things happen. And I had, I tried to control my physical experience and the moment I let go of that and every day I'm letting go of it a little bit more, but the moment I released control and just, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, Oh, look at that. Oh, look mm -hmm. at that. Oh, look at that. And as soon as we release that control, because we can't control it. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was, um, I don't remember where I was, but I was in a conversation recently where someone was speaking about how a baby fully surrenders to their parents of you will feed me, you will change me, you will keep me safe, you will take care of me. There's this full, deep, full surrender. And, and the thought was that's, that's, God, with universal energy, with however we're looking at it or what whatever words we're using, that full surrender where we know without a doubt in every cell in our body that we are supported, we are cared for, we are, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that takes work. It does. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to come easy. No. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the whole journey, right? <laughs> <laughs> So mm. along this self-mastery conversation, what's one thing, one thing again, <laughs> that you've discovered about yourself along your journey that has helped you to grow? Hmm. One. Um, I know, right? <laughs> uh, this is a really big one for me. And this is um, unique to those of you who are listening and watching that are uh, sensitive souls and empaths. I always, when I started to learn what it meant to be an empath, uh, I didn't know growing up. I was very sensitive, sick all the time. If you want to read more about that, head to my website. <laughs> but when I started to understand what it meant to be an empath, I took a lot of pride in it. And, oh, I feel the energy of the universe. You mean I can feel other people's energy? Oh, look at me. I'm so special. Mm, and Totally. Mm -hmm. And it took me years to fully understand that I have choice in what energy I bring into my body and that I don't, I'm not a victim mm -hmm. in terms of 
the energy in the universe and the energy of the people in front of me and that I can actually maintain and control my energetic levels and frequency and protection so that I get to choose. Mm -hmm. And that was massive, massive shift for me and gave me so much more space and ease. And my body finally started to rest more. And uh, that's been such a, a huge component of my own joy, being able to enjoy life. Mm, I love that so much because it's we don't have control of what's happening outside of us, but we do have choice in what's happening inside of us. Always. We always get to choose. I love mm -hmm. that you bring that up. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's something that a lot of people have heard before, but until you fully embody it or master it, it doesn't um, it's it's almost aggravating. Like, what do you mean? I'm not choosing this. Why would I choose this terrible experience I'm having? But when you really get into the self mastery work and you start to look at it through the lens of the observer, it's it. I mean, humans are quite comical. <laughs> right. We we think that we have no choice at all, and yet we witness ourselves in that same thought pattern over and over and over and over and over again, even yeah. though it keeps producing results we hate. <laughs> Definition of insanity, right there. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I think I messaged somebody the other day. I said, my brain is acting like a two-year-old today. <laughs> and isn't it fun to be able to witness that about yourself oh, and laugh yeah. about it? In the, yes. even There's times that I'm fully in it and I know mm -hmm. I am. And I know like I can see myself fighting with my partner. I can see myself judging and, and myself against someone else. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, for whatever reason, I let myself stay there. There's something in that that I know that I'm, I'm it's happening for a reason. But the observation of it is... Yeah. It, it's it's comical. Like, oh, look at you. You're getting pretty worked up about that, aren't you? <laughs> I always think that's that's one of our superpowers is the ability to notice what we notice. Mm -hmm. Right? And just observing it and going, oh, look at you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not judging it. Not yeah. judging it, but just loving it. Right? You're just so human right now. Well, and Cindy, that's one of the things I found... There's many, but one of the main things that women who come to work with me struggle with is guilt. And they mm -hmm. feel this judgment within that they are supposed to be a certain way, especially with moms. I notice this. I'm not a mom, but I, so I have this observer perspective of it where there's such deep laced guilt in mm -hmm. everything that we do. And I should be doing that, or I shouldn't be doing that, or it's supposed to be this way, or I can't take that time to myself. And I, to me, that idea of self-mastery and this idea of, of just awakening within yourself is releasing that guilt and knowing that you can observe the situation that's occurring and you don't have to judge it. You don't have to make up a story. It simply can be. And and also um, for every mom who needs to hear this right now, they they will make it through that day without you. Like they they can do it. I know that you're really good at it. I know that you've got control over what's happening. I know that's occurring. But honey, you deserve time apart. You deserve time to yourself. You deserve space. So please know they will be okay when you take that, that space and that time for yourself. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I'm not a mother either, but yes, please. <laughs> so if you could share anything with our listeners about what's happening in the world, the perceived chaos mm -hmm. that we're seeing, mm -hmm. what would be one thing that you would share? I, I love these one thing questions just yeah. to really get you. Yes. <laughs> Challenging. <laughs> so <clears throat> years ago when um, a certain someone was elected to president in the States, I turned to my aunt uh, who is my, has always been my 
soulful mentor without even meaning to. We just both kind of embarked on this journey together and she's always held me in such grace. And I turned to her and said, why? What is happening in the world that someone that I perceive as, as just such a terrible human being is chosen? And one of the things that she shared with me was how in order for light to come through, in order for healing to come through, the darkness needs to emerge and the darkness needs to be brought forward so the light can come in. And then even with what's occurring with the pandemic, with everything that's going on in the world that feels um, crazy and like nothing is working and why is it all so hard? I hold true to that belief that it we're stirring it all up right now energetically, humanity, earth-wise, like all of, all of the floods and the fires and everything, this is all breaking up all of the crap, breaking up all the parts that are not working to expose them so the light can shine in so we can refresh. Yeah. It's like Control-Alt-Delete, except with a little bit more chaos. <laughs> you guys remember Control-Alt-Delete? <laughs> yeah, I still use it sometimes. I love that reference. Yeah, and this is something that I've been saying since the beginning of the year as a numerologist, knowing that the four energy of 2020 was coming in, we knew that our perceived foundations that we thought were great were going to be shown to us in a new light. And that's exactly what's happened. Our healthcare system, our political system, our educational system, mm -hmm. none of the systems, the foundations are working. And so it is shining that light on them and saying, hey, we get to choose something different here. Yeah. Well, and I've seen so many people post about like when everyone was on lockdown and then it was a matter of, okay, now we're starting, um, people were saying like, when are we going back to normal? And there was this online conversation of, but do you want to go back to that? Yeah, did you do you really want like to go back to hustling your ass off all the time for what? To make a bit more money for what? To buy something more expensive? Is that, that you don't money? even want? <laughs> yeah, like is that actually what you want to go back to? Or could you take this time to reflect on what matters to you and what you actually care about? Which some people did. Of course, some people didn't. And of course, humanity will always be in this incredible divide of people who are awakening to their soul and, and those who are, are on a different journey. And that's okay. But I, it was interesting that you shared with me um, previously the number four for the year 2020, mm -hmm. because as soon as this year hit, my number has always been three. It's just like, it, it was like my sports number growing up. It was just a number that I loved. It was a number I always gravitated to. All of my business, all of my pricings were in three, like $300, $3,000, different numbers like that. And as soon as 2020 hit, I felt this like, oh, it's four. It has to be four. Everything now has to be four. So I even have a program right now that's $444. All yeah. of my one-on-one -on -one coaching is uh, with fours in it. And I didn't I had didn't know anything about numerology. And right. then when I learned that, I thought, oh, it's so special. <laughs> it's so special to be tapped in. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And that way, in your coaching, with your pricing, you're offering a new foundation. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Deanna, I want to thank you for being on the show. It's been such an incredible conversation with you. I could talk to you about this all day long. Me too. <laughs> but as always, we end Rebel Radio with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Love. That all beings experience love, witness love, see love, give love, embody love, be love, that all energy is love. Mm. So good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the opportunity. I've thoroughly enjoyed this, Cindy.
Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.